Sticks and stones may break my bones, but wordles will never hurt me. <laughs> oh, I'm so funny. Uh, hey guys, my name is Dino Favara, and we're here with another episode of the Hot Takes Podcast. If you've already quit because you heard that terrible joke, um, I beg you to please stay. If you're going to stick around, I'm so excited. Today we're going through Wordle, how it happened, where it came from, and why it's so popular. Now, I went over this in my newsletter, Double Taps. This is a newsletter where we break down viral moments, why they happened, and how you can replicate them, as well as what it might mean in the big picture of culture. So be sure to subscribe at doubletaps.substack.com. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if you subscribe, you're officially allowed to touch the art in museums. That's the rule. So you're welcome. Okay. I, you know, it's just how it is. All right. Um, I also put up a poll on my Instagram. I'm addressing this topic first because it was the most voted. So if you want to be a part of those voting moments in the future, be sure to check me out on Instagram. That's just a small plug. But other than that, you're welcome to hang out for the ride here today. We're excited. We're going to get right into it on the Hot Takes podcast. Let's go. Today is the day. Today is the day we discuss what really went down in the last two weeks. Now... If you haven't heard, there is a new website called Wordle. This is an online game you can play. It's not an app. You know, it's not something crazy. It has simply swept the nation as a popular mobile game you can play every single day. Thankfully, you can only play it once. Any more green and yellow squares and I would have just have to come up with a joke about it. Each day, there is a word you have to guess, and depending on the color of the squares, it determines how close you are to guessing the correct word. Finally, a game that just might get my granddad to finally use his computer for something other than just email. Now, the people who are going to love this game is anyone who watches Wheel of Fortune. Straight up. This is just Wheel of Fortune, but no big spin wheel. No big spinny wheel. I first noticed this game, actually, because it showed up in memes. Anytime you see something in memes first, I'm going to be honest, you are behind culturally. You are way behind. It's one of the most degrading things possible. The only thing worse is maybe having a fifth grader talk to you about it. That's when you really realize, boy, I am out of touch. If you're hearing a fifth grader talk about something, that junk's been popular for at least six months. Anyways, I just want to take you back on a story. Do you remember HQ Trivia? You remember the sweeping trivia game that everyone was playing at, like, I think it was 1 p.m. Or was it 3 p.m.? I'm pretty sure it was 3 p.m. and 9 p.m. Everyone would play HQ Trivia back in, like, 2018. It was honestly one of the only times I've ever seen world peace with my own eyes. Well, except for Pokemon Go. That's number one, of course. It was an amazing time. You would get off work or you would be in work. I remember being in a meeting at 9 p.m. 
Now this was for an extracurricular activity. So of course we had to make it work, but we would be meeting and mid meeting, it struck nine o'clock and we all stopped what we were doing, pulled out our phones. We played HQ trivia. Now with HQ trivia, it was a little different. You could actually win money. That was definitely one of the draws for sure. However, if you won, there would be at least a hundred of the people who won that game. So you might get a hundred dollars, but still super, super cool. However, we can't ignore the unity that comes with a once a day game structure. The opportunity for everyone to compete for the same win, the same prize money, the same anything at the same time period is magnetic. It's super cool. And that's part of what made it so fun is you knew everyone at the same time was playing HQ trivia. And the same is true of Wordle. Every day, everyone plays for the same exact word. And with a simple tap, you can show off to the world just how much time it took you to guess the word dork. Once you do, once you finally are able to guess the correct word, the simplistic use of emojis to share these results is honestly what makes it so anyone who plays the game would understand. But those who only check Twitter at 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, if they see it, they're left contemplating who hacked your account. It, and it's magnetic. I, I played it for the first time today. And the first thing I did was show off to everyone. I clicked copy results and I posted it to Twitter. And it was that easy. Not to mention, I wanted to do that because I knew anyone who played Wordle that day was going to know, okay, yeah, it took Dino six tries, but he guessed it on the sixth try. I was actually pretty proud of myself. I was only, I only had one letter for six tries until the final round. I was like, oh, it's this word. I guessed it correctly. Anyways, you might be just wondering, well, where did Wordle come from? Well, I did some research. And the creator of Wordle actually made this during quarantine. So back in 2020, him and his wife, he, they're at home all alone with nothing to do. And what, what does he do instead? He notices that his wife loves playing games, like word games, um, games on her phone, really all sorts of stuff. So he decides he's going to take matters into his own hands. He's going to do something that's going to woo his lady. Maybe he can get a back massage or a foot rub, you know. Um, so he decides to use his skills and put them to the test. He creates a word game just for him and his wife. Now, if that doesn't scream software developer, I don't know what does. So he takes the opportunity, he makes the game, and it's just kind of something he and all of his family and friends do. But eventually, he ends up being able to make it a little bit more shareable, okay? He, ha he has it to where you can post your results. And almost, I mean, very quickly, people just started using this because it was easy to share and it was simple. Not to mention his name was Wardle with an A. So it was kind of a play on words to make it called Wordle. Now, the reason I speak on this, it's shareable and it's simple. If you look at what HQ Trivia was, it's the same exact thing. 
HQ Trivia was so simple to understand. Hey, it's a game show. It's trivia, and it comes on every day at 3 and 9 p.m. Now, that was definitely a hassle and a headache for everyone over at HQ HQ. <laughs> See what I did there? HQ HQ to try and put that on every day, 3 and 9 p.m. That, that's a lot. But the idea was very simple, very easy to share, and you can ex describe it in one sentence. I remember the first time someone told me about it, they said, dude, it's a game show on your phone every day at 3 and 9. That, my friends, is simple. And the most shareable things are sometimes the most simple. Now, there was a lot of reasons why HQ ended up shutting down. There was a lot of drama. There was a lot of heartbreak, betrayal, and backstabbing. And if you want to listen to that, there's actually a really good podcast. Seriously, this is a really good podcast. Um, I think it's just like the rise and fall of HQ Trivia. It is so good. Go listen to it because, like I said, it's amazing. I mean, I was hooked. I might even go re-listen to it. But I think that's one of the big reasons HQ blew up. Simple, you get money, and it's easy to talk about, easy to share with all of your friends. Wordle has been the same thing. No money involved yet, maybe. Who knows? But it's easy to share. It's something you can play every day. And you get this sort of feel to where you're in the in crowd if you're playing Wordle. When you share your results easily, quickly, simply, man, it, it feels good. I did it today and I, I was like, whoa, this is epic. But now that we've kind of explained why HQ happened, we've kind of talked through maybe even a little bit of why Wordle blew up, I wanna give you guys the opportunity to apply this to your own life, whether it's with some business you wanna start, maybe it's a YouTube channel, maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's something, right? TikTok, whatever. There's three things that I took out of this that you can use as a way to market yourself. And that's a lot of what this podcast is gonna have, is throughout each of my newsletter topics, we're going to talk through how you can replicate some of these strategies. I want to break them down for you because that's what I want this podcast to be something that's one, a fun outlet for me just to have fun and express my opinions, express the opinions of others, fight back against the man. But also, it's going to be an outlet for me to kind of break down some of these strategies that I've seen people use and how you can use them too. So I think Wordle blew up, truly, we, you know, just to recap, through its use of daily challenges, easy shareability, and the mystery of not being included. If you're trying to build hype around something, whether it's a product or a service, you could really benefit from doing some of those things. One of them is creating limited unity, okay? So being able to have people all come together every single day, maybe consistently on a weekly basis, but it's just a small, tight-knit group. And in order to do that, you have to be okay with having a smaller audience. And you want to reward those who find you 
That's that's the ticket. You want to reward the people who find you and be okay with that being a small number because if you do this, people will stick. People want to be included. People want to be a part of something. So if you're trying to build hype around something, um, you know, this can be done through creating inside jokes, memes, uh, maybe give yourself an emoji or give your crowd the an emoji as a way for them to describe themselves. Kind of like uh, morning brew employees. They have the little cup of coffee emoji and all of their Twitter handles or even Andrew Yang. I don't know if you guys remember this. But Andrew Yang was running for president. Sweet, sweet man. And he was part of the Yang gang. You know, that was their thing. The Yang gang. First off, that was lit. But his whole merch centered around a blue hat. Kind of the opposite of Donald Trump, which was the red hat. But his was the blue hat. And so anyone who's in Yang gang would just put the blue hat in their Twitter profile name. It was genius. And you just scroll through his Twitters and see all of his responses. And it's just tons of people. With the blue hats. Another thing you can do if you're trying to, you know, really market something and kind of copy Wordle is build intrigue. So sometimes the best marketing really isn't clear and it's definitely not a detailed message. Um, maybe try using as little details. Sorry, guys, my dog is here. And she I've actually <laughs> recorded this like three times and she keeps making noise. But at this point, we're going for it. Right, Sunny? Anyways, try to use as little details as possible, guys. If you do this, you can pique the interest of tons of people and maybe encourage them to have action to learn more, right? They're going to they're gonna see a little bit of information. They're going to say, what is that? I think the best billboard I've ever seen is just when it's just one single word. And you're like, what is that? That's interesting. So you go and you... You maybe type it in on Google or something and boom, website pops up. Bam, you're in. You've been marketed to. Hashtag marketed. If you make it to where people can find you because they've seen something that just showed that you existed, once they find you, they're going to feel like they discovered you. And that is called marketing inception. Finally. Y'all, simplicity wins, dog. Humans understand simple. Get rid of any jargon. Get rid of any fancy schmancy talk. Stop talking about all these crazy awesome things you do uh, or any details that would limit people from joining on. Limit You don't want to people to be limited in their acquisition. Make it easy. With that being said, guys, that is Wordle in a nutshell. It's really nothing to it. It's a guy who made a website game for his wife. It blew up because so many people shared it. It was easy to share. It was easy to play. It was, he created limited unity between all the people that join and play the game. And it's so easy to share and so mysterious that people just couldn't help but share. And then those who saw those green squares were just like, what is this? So I hope you've enjoyed this short and sweet episode of the Hot Takes Podcast. We've got a lot of stuff coming at you in the next coming months. A lot of topics on board. I, I have been doing this kind of once a, you know, either twice a month, once a month. But I think I've got enough topics and I've found a good rhythm where I could do this every week. So 
Be sure to subscribe to the Double Taps newsletter, doubletaps.substack.com. And if you've got a hot take that you think is worthy of being on this show, you can go to anchor.fm. You can create a little voice message and send it to me. You could go to my Instagram, drop me a DM, say, hey, bro, you know, this is my opinion and I'm right. I've actually had a lot of arguments with some people in my DMs recently. It's been really fun, actually. So, yeah, thanks so much for joining. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and we will catch you on the flip side. See you guys. Peace.